1: wherever podcasts are available. This
0: episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by Squarespace, the easiest solution to web design around. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and use the offer code IGN for 10% off your order. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond, 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 beyond. Welcome, everybody, once again to Beyond episode 388. I'm your host, Max Scoville. Joining me, Marty Sleva. Hey, how's it going, Brian Altano?
2: Rap, rap.
3: And Whoa, Jared,
0: Jared Petty.
3: I don't have a pithy opening. Oh. Yeah, we'll give you one oh, okay. he
0: called you pithy a, p- a pithy opening I thought that was one whole word for a second a pithy opening no, a pithy like a uh, on or something just I a could pithy be, opening
3: I had a friend who's a pithcapalian, but there I you don't, go know zing
0: that yeah. zazz that's it right there Z- comic wait zazz like the, the, the wow. batman
1: serial killer <laughs> sure. comic gold yeah. sure
0: sure yeah like or that's the later half of pizzazz. Oh. Yeah. Um so yeah, this is a PlayStation podcast sometimes. Um today we're gonna be talking about a lot of cool stuff. There's Bloodborne to continue talking yes. about because Aww. it's still a thing everyone's still playing. Yep. Um who has anybody who have people beat it a lot yet? Is it still kinda I think three people in our office have mm-hmm. beat it. So people out there have beaten it, but it definitely is not a game that people are like nope. immediately just yep. it's
1: not a, it's not a rental, right? Yeah. Yeah, nothing's no. a rental anymore because those don't exist.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah there's the uh, what's the box? The, the, hot the box? the red box in the supermarket. You don't, yeah, go, down yeah, to, don't
1: we... go down to the. go down to the farm Get the get yeah. the game cartridge. Wow. You don't go to your Safeway and climb inside the red box wigwam. There's actually there's
2: probably still some games buried in the Blockbuster Video in your town that's haunted and full of ghosts. <laughs>
1: you know, the what, back... Blockbuster Video at Church and Market is literally it is uh, derelict the entire year except it turns into a spooky Halloween store. Oh, that's kind of oh, cool. Man. In October, yeah.
3: I live up uh, not too far from Berkeley, and there is still like a functioning video store up there, kept alive by hippies, and it's kind of wonderful. It's, it's also kept alive
1: by uh, drugs. Oh, yeah. by drugs? Yeah, really. Probably.
3: Oh, oh, yeah. I was unaware of that. Is the drug trade used uh, in in video rental? Like, i, is I that passed
0: true? A, a video store in Alameda, and I was just like, "What is this? Oh, I Whoa, love that place! Now it's fun to go in there. Weird, yeah, crazy exactly. Bay Area um, living. Other oh stuff yeah. to Talk about. There's uh, Dragon Age DLC is coming to PS4 later. Are we upset about timed DLC exclusivity? Uh, Fighting games are always a thing, and Mortal Kombat X seems to be the most hotly talked about one. Mm-hmm. Let's hotly talk about it. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege Previews. How much do you hate Drywall? Because here's a game for you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we talked
2: about some Axiom
0: Verge today, too? We, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I just eight.
1: reviewed that. That's um, in the, the drop. I narrowed the drop down to three things. All right. Beautiful. The drop.
0: Um, but first, I want to do a little, little something, a little community outreach. Uh, Jared, you pulled together uh, this wonderful cross section of what. Everyone does. People yeah. in our in our Beyond group. Yeah, explain this.
3: Yeah, this is uh, the Beyond Facebook group, who are just a spectacular uh, organization of people who I love talking with. Uh, one of them said, "Hey, here's what I do for a living. I'm a screen printer." And he put this cool picture up where they were screen printing like radiation warnings mm-hmm. uh, in his uh, business. He said, "What do y'all do for a living?" Well, like over 150 people responded. Yeah. And it's this just great cross section of the IGN community, and I think it's okay, really, really each, neat. Let's yeah. yeah let's we, let's grab some, some of these. Let's see. Here, pick teams. All right. Here we go. You get that one. <laughs> and we you're a so lot of these
0: out. Oh. Here's the last. I got yeah. a really short one. I got kind of a yeah, fine.
3: <laughs> yeah, just, ooh, I got a really good one. Did oh, you get a good one? Meat cutter at Costco. <laughs> there we go. That's awesome, though. But I, mean, I mean, that's part of the community. That's one of the people who listens to the show, watches the show, comments on the boards. There, you know, this.
1: I love that. You know, meat cutter. What else? I have a projectionist at the Alamo Draft House. I have an adult film actor with an exclamation point after it. Okay. I have a game designer. And I'd like to point out
3: that the adult felt after with the uh, exclamation point is not the same as the person who's doing porn on their webcam
2: to pay for college. Which is was... also not the same as Milkman. No, which is on your which list. Which is on my
3: list.
0: What? Yep. That's a, we got a por- porn people doing, <laughs> I mean,
3: doing stuff? That's what he says. He says he's doing the porn.
0: Wow. Wasn't the, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got one. This one, I, I make great stuff insulating foam. Woohoo. Uh, the WooHoo is, I think, probably sarcastic, but that stuff is actually really... that it, That is great stuff. You it's, can use that to make foam props. You can make... I bet you if you told that to some cosplayers, they'd be impressed because that stuff is fun for making stuff out of it.
3: Max, do you like make foam animals out of like industrial yeah, foam? I make
0: weird crafty things
2: in my in my house.
3: Oh, sometimes. really?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I tried to make a sword out of great stuff foam, but I didn't put enough of it down, so it came out kind of weird. Dude, we
2: have a project manager for Air Force satellite programs. Well, like uh, that. There's a lot of people that see each other a lot, probably. Like uh, there is a guy that works at a sheriff's office and also a truck driver. They probably have to see each other at court every week.
0: Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> That's yep. right. There. Watch out there for some somebody movie.
2: that fixes appliances, which
0: is helpful because they, they break. This is cute. I, this is uh, in response to the uh, the the radiation screen printer. This one is a, this person's a radiation therapist. I treat cancer with radiation, and I see those posters that you make everywhere I look. Oh, there we How go. How cute is that? Yeah, yeah, I pictures, yeah so it's of awesome. All oh, wow. Look at this guy. Cancer and
2: radiation. We have a purveyor of dark mischief at Home Depot night crew, so I guess he's sort of like a two-by-four conjurer.
0: Yeah, I like guess a, a sorcerer. A <laughs> sorcerer. In all honesty, that I bet there's times when that job is the most dismal, depressing, like just b- brutally like tiring thing, and I bet there's other times when it's like totally ridiculous. Yeah, oh, yeah like a mean,
2: raccoon yeah. came
0: in and ate all the cactuses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I worked it a... up. <laughs> no but I used to I used yeah. to do like um like late night. I used to work graveyard shift at a, at a Chevron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I posted this on Twitter the other day, but um, I remember having some fun times when I was being trained. When it was just me and this other guy, and it's like there's nothing to do, so you just you just kind of dick around, you just hang out, and yeah. get do weird stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I worked in your... a
3: warehouse once where, and a goat got in there. Uh, that was what? That was, yeah, a goat wandered Why? into the warehouse so I, because I lived in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina, and it was a sock mill. And he was attracted to the big giant like piles of boxes and kept like climbing up on top of them. And that's there, the most yeah.
0: beautiful mental imagery I've. I've yeah. Conjured up in quite some time. It's the most fun anyone's
3: ever had in a sock mill. I can tell you that. Wow. Uh, yeah. I keep
0: saying sock mill. Yeah, sock
3: mill. Yeah. I mean, like we... socks. Yeah. Yeah. So we made socks. Have... I worked at a sock factory well, were in the they warehouse. Nice? Uh, Why was there a mill? Uh, Did you wear them? Well, the mill. Uh, what's that? Did you wear the socks? Actually, I didn't wear the socks. Were they like I made? Were they like children's? They were all socks? kinds of socks. We made socks of all shapes, all sizes. We also had a, a situation where a lot of them were like
1: one side, yeah, shape. We like a lot a of them <laughs> were
3: misdyed and turned pea colored one day. It was all all kinds of fun things. But no, I worked in a building between like on one side with these giant like washing machines and dryers the size of houses. And this constant steam came pouring out at about waist level from there. It's about 130 degrees in that room all the time. The other side was the knitting room and there was just like lint everywhere. And I worked between them in the warehouse, so I was covered in that steam and covered in the lint. It would just form like a like a paste you all just over your body. Like a
1: yeti all the time. I did, just, yeah.
3: God. It was it was it was a horrible did job. Did
1: you have to sock up to get it off?
3: Uh, you did not have to sock up. There was very little joy except for the goat in the sock factory. There really
1: was. That yeah. was why they turned yellow that day because the goat fell in the machine and died. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that, that was a. Color. What was your What was your last job before you came into dumb video games? Oh, uh, I mean, I ran my own company before this,
2: but I've had but bad it was about jobs about video games, right? Yeah, about yeah, video games. Well, before video games, before video games, I, I had a bunch of really bad jobs. I mean, I, I did freelance illustration and art. Uh, I also worked at Staples for a whole summer, which is an office supply store. Yeah. And the best thing I ever did there was people came up to me while I was wearing my Staples uniform, and they're like, "Can you help me find the the these graphite pens?" And I was like, "I will work here." Brian,
0: <laughs> I I want a video game about being you with a summer job. Like, I lo- I love that you you will occasionally just casually bring this up. Like, we'll go to Office Max yeah. or something, and you'll be like. Yo, when I worked here, I used to play this game where I, I'd have to go and uh, put the carts away, or as I like to call it, smoke cigarettes. Yep. <laughs> it's like... Smash stuff. It <laughs> <laughs> would just be like, they'd be like, can you stock the shelves? You'd be like... No. Yeah. Okay. And you just like throw stuff on top. <laughs> I would just throw stuff on top. And I kind leave.
3: of imagine that game is like a top-down 16-bit RPG, and the menus are all like, like you know, do your job, and then it's like four other ludicrous choices. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Speaking of games,
0: <laughs> yeah, we could talk about games, I guess.
3: Oh, can we talk about the guy who builds tanks for a living? Honestly, first? we talk. That's about a good job.
0: I would. Yeah. yeah. Tanks. Tanks. Dermatology builder. Also, wasn't I build tanks? Wasn't that like a Wii U launch title? <laughs> I build tanks. I uh, know that, <laughs> that was tank, tank, tank. That was tanks for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: Pretty good arcade game. Terrible Wii game. <laughs> Sure.
0: takes for God. nothing. These are I don't know, I'm more I'm like honestly more interested yep. in all these things cuz we talk about video games all the time. But people want to hear us talk about video games. So let's talk about video games. Um all right. Bloodborne, the final review went up. Yep. That's a uh-huh. thing. Um 9.1. 9. 9.1. 9.1. Yeah. 9. Yeah, um, It's an amazing, exciting, exhausting pilgrimage through a gorgeous land that imposes the feeling of approaching the bottom of a descent into madness though the extended load times and minor frame rate hitches have an effect on the pacing. It's otherwise an intensely challenging and rewarding game. There's an incredible power to unlocking its mysteries and in succeeding despite its demand for a pound of your flesh. You're like uh, yeah.
1: Twister.
2: Yeah. You, yeah.
1: S- you spit flame Micro machines. We, we
2: yeah. gave reviewer uh, Brandon Tyrell a round of applause when he had come out into the room and said, I'm done with it. I'm finished with it. My review is up. Uh, that was a I know it's, it's we just went through a litany of people who have real jobs yeah um, but it is that is a mentally emotionally exhausting thing to yeah. really spend That's 16 a, hours a day on he That's, really
3: did look like he'd had the blood drained from his yeah, body yeah. I, we, we've teased people about working hard reviews before but by the end of the week Brandon really did just look sick
0: yeah no, Again, it's, it, 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 it is I mean imagine you know sitting at a, at a at a computer job all day that like that tires you out in a weird mm-hmm. way and now imagine that it's somehow mentally like you're you're really intently focusing on it and then it's like pushing back against you and then imagine you're trying to do
1: something that requires a solid 40 hours of your time in a matter of days like it's yeah and the game is very difficult and it is literally you can't just be like well it's too hard I stop it's like no I have to finish this or else I will get in trouble at work yeah he Mm -hmm. looked at the end of that he just looked divorced
0: like yeah. he look, I, I think I don't think he's he's not married, but he no, went into hot. that and he he went into that a young a young man and he came out a divorced middle aged guy, yeah. like he, which is yeah. amazing because he's
1: been here mm-hmm. a month and a half.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Marty, you did Dark Souls too, right? Uh, um, yeah,
1: I did the guide for Dark Souls one and then I reviewed Dark Souls two. We had a much longer lead time on those games, though. Yeah. we literally got the game on Wednesday and the embargo was up Monday. So yeah,
2: that's pretty. I mean, awesome. We noticed a lot of sites put up their their reviews with scores, and we were just not ready really ready to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we didn't test the online cool. stuff. There was a. There's like 60 hours of stuff to do in that game, and so I was. You know, a lot of people were complaining that we were later than other sites, but mm-hmm. I would rather be thorough than. Hating. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't realize
2: that is that we, we if we get it right the first time. Which hopefully we do. Then that uh, that review exists for years. Like uh, people think about the reader service of the first three days when a a game comes out and people are looking it up. But people are going to look up Bloodborne review for the next twenty years. You know, Mm -hmm. some of our most trafficked articles on IGN are actually our top twenty-five PSP games. Yeah, year
1: in and year out, top twenty-five PSP. People want to find
2: out like people find a way to play PSP games or piracy, whatever it is. And uh, they want to find out the best ones. And they go back and they look for them. So, I mean, think people are going to be reading about Bloodborne for a very long time. And yeah. this, is, this is probably, I don't want to call it a new franchise, but it sort of is, like the beginning of...
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, this one, more so than the other games, this one has been the one that... Uh, I think a lot of newcomers have, have mm-hmm. hopped onto. I noticed just between emails and between the Facebook group and between Twitter, um, you know people who didn't play the Souls games are latching on this, and part of it is because you know, you have a PS4 and you want something cool and shiny to play mm-hmm. on it, and everyone is talking about this game. Yeah sure. Uh, but part of it is the game is a little more accommodating and a little it, it makes more sense to new people because of its kind of quicker pace. So you didn't say easier. I don't think it's easier. I don't think it's easier at all, but I think the combat is more uh, analogous to traditional third-person action games. Um, And the combat is sort of, everything's sort of streamlined. There are less stats. There are less weapons. There are less sort of uh, classes and roles you can play. Mm -hmm. Everything is sort of funneled into this one path of you need to be quick and nimble and aggressive and angry. And that's what the game's about. And I think that's what a lot of uh, that's what a lot of action games. Are.
3: I, I thought the appeal was the ability to play as Jason Bloodborne. I mean, that's. I mean,
1: Jason Bloodborne and his Bloodborne identity. Yeah, exactly. Which you discover been, at the end of the game.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, that's the big
0: spoiler at and the then end, right? Three quarters through, you I become the, Jeremy. The, big the and sequel, at the end the, is, is that you're you, you are suddenly divorced. No, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you you look in the mirror and you are a skeleton. I'm so, just filling out for the Bloodborne
2: Ultimatum DLC. It was either last week or the week before. I said that I wanted to wait a little bit until the sort of the community dove into this game and kind of ripped it open and kind of maybe wrote a few tutorials about how to spend the first hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like everyone did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I'm excited to actually get in there. <coughs> yeah. You know, you could go to IGN.com wikis and look at that right now. I heard about that
3: popular gaming website. It is a popular gaming website providing free quality game guides. Okay, that's enough of that. Right. <laughs> Full of beautiful, talented people oh, such as Jared geez. Petty. Actually, that one's a uh, Brennan Graber giant. So. I was just giving you a compliment. Just oh, take well, it. Oh, I'll take it. Okay. I, I will accept it in the spirit that it is given.
0: Kiss. Yeah. Just kiss, don't, kiss. don't kiss. give it away. Would you – I'm gonna turn on the sprinklers. Fine. <laughs> Just get
1: a spray bottle. I'll have it a
0: moment. So Dragon Age DLC mm-hmm. is coming to PS4 later than it is to the X bone.
1: The bone. Uh, let's see. So it already came out. Yeah, already came out on Xbox One and yep. on PC. And uh, Bioware was being very kind of cagey about when mm-hmm. the PS4 version was gonna come out. And evidently it was because contractually they had to be cagey. Which is sort of messed up a little bit. Uh, Uh, No, it's kind of messed up a lot.
0: Well, (laughs) Well, it's a question
3: you expect people to give you. Like, you know, they're releasing DLC on one platform. When am I going to get it on my platform? The game came out at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. when it's original. According to the
0: official Twitter account, the DLC will be coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360 sometime in May. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was released as a timed exclusive for Xbox One and PC last week. And, um, yeah, because of the exclusivity contract, they were unable to comment on when it would be coming to platforms. I had. I had much
3: less problem with the fact that it was exclusive for a while than the fact they wouldn't tell me when I could play it. That was was silly. Yeah, That was
2: just silly. I mean, that's a new wrinkle in the sort of ongoing exclusivity battles that we've seen over the last, Mm -hmm. what, 15 years now. Probably even longer than that. I think it's sort of ridiculous. Like, at least, at the very least, be like, this is when you have it and then I know what to play in the meantime while waiting for the next thing to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of ridiculous.
1: I mean, that's we're we're at the same point with uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider as well. Yeah. We know that it's a timed exclusive to Xbox One, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, what, what does time mean? Does yeah. time mean three months? Does time mean six months? Does time mean a year? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's anti-consumer on everyone's front to, to not at least put the time down. I mean, time to exclusivity is sort of anti-consumer to mm-hmm. begin with. Um, yeah. Anti-fans yeah. of the things you own, but I get yep. it because that's where money comes from. Um, I mean... I've played like 15 hours of Dragon Age, so the idea of this thing, this 10 hour thing, <laughs> 100 this? hours into the game yeah. doesn't really bother me too much because there's enough for me doing that. I don't know. Was it's, this
0: something they announced at like, did they announce that this was going to have a exclusivity? Did they upfront go like, this is probably going to have more of a fun time for Xbox One buyers? or Because I know they did that with some stuff. Destiny was up front like yeah. this is going to be better on PS4 it's going to we're going to have where you get a different gun you're going to get stuff faster
1: yeah um you know most it's handful games, things. most games do it up front Ubisoft always does it like this year it was, it was Assassin's Creed Unity was very much uh Xbox one forward foot whereas yeah Far Cry, Far Cry was, 4 was, yeah. was PlayStation because you got the, the keys
0: to yeah, you got I mean whatever. Activision was was des- called of Duty was the Xbox yeah, and yeah they probably look at some incredibly dense spreadsheet that tracks all the different f- formulas and the demographics and focus yeah groups yeah and everything and uh, but I, I,
2: I feel like there's just a big column that has the more would, whichever one has more dollar signs. Sure, yeah. I really think it's as simple as that. I don't. I would love to live in a world where I could I could believe that people were like, you know what, they're gonna really love this gun on PlayStation. Like, I don't think that happens. I think the last time something like that really happened was like Soul Calibur where they're like, you know, Kratos is in this game and yeah. Link is in but, this but game, Link, but Link, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. who cared? Right, Link. right, right. Yeah. But I, I mean, like I. I don't I like it. Soul Calibur, you silly man. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- there was uh, there. I, I'm, ne- I'm less interested in what the actual content is of this, and more enraged at the way it's being delivered. It's just
0: a gr- it's gross, gross political mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, and it's just it's buyer's remorse. You know, like this doesn't make me want to run out and buy an Xbox One. It's just, I mean, I'm not going to anyway for DLC. It's just like it's a weird. It's the term is is niggling. Like it's just like a little like a petty little like yeah.
1: here's a little. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny little thing that you can't have.
1: Oh. I like this voice that you're making. Yeah, it's, like it's a, I, yeah. It's I.
0: It, I don't want to say it's it's petty, you know, because I, I feel like that would. Not I've been, been getting it my whole know. life. Don't yeah. worry
1: about
3: it. So. That's well, I'm glad
0: you're not being petty about it. Um, my
3: father was adopted. the <laughs> last name was Benson. There we are. Was it?
0: Ooh. Yeah. Why did
2: he, he pick Petty and not Party? He didn't pick it. Uh, that was his, that's not
0: how his, adoption
2: his, works. Uh, his adoptive father. You can change your name to Jared, name. Jared Party. Uh, oh. Jared Party. It's not no.
0: like an AOL screen name. You're like, <laughs> that was taken. Would you want this one? <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: My
3: erst and my people are the Bensons. They were from the Sweden. From the Sweden. like, the erst team you the dirty. Like that. You know. Oh,
1: okay. People like are going to be very okay. confused are their thing. Would well, you be less... Uh, Appalled slash enraged about this if they came out at the same time, but the way like Microsoft positioned it was like, hey, because of a deal we signed with them, Xbox One owners get it for free, whereas PS4 owners have to pay for it. Ooh, that's... sort of as a like, it's it's the, the the platform owners saying, you know, obviously this is not the reason, but it's always them saying to the fans like, that's hey, really we got this one.
0: I'd rather like that seems that seems less. Less petty. That yeah. seems less of a of a really just tedious little. It seems
2: less actually like I like that a lot because of, instead of them spending all the money to make sure that someone else can't play, it, yeah. they're spending all the money to basically just eat that. Hey, and it's, that it's loss. also them
1: saying like, "Hey, thanks for thanks yeah. for buying it on our platform. This yeah. one's on us." Yeah, yeah. I think I, like that, that I think that's, that's a great. Sure. That's a great idea. Okay, yeah. free
2: stuff.
3: I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I like free stuff. Yeah, we did. We um, just
1: solved the console. We solved DLC. The the look,
3: look at that. We, we solved businessmen
0: of the business. Um, Businessmen yeah, yeah. of the business? I like this. Is This is a story. It's my new this wave This is band. what it says in our notes here. Fighting games aren't super popular, but Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat X is. Why? And then below that it says, we have a ton of coverage on the site. <laughs> was, these are show notes. These are not supposed to be looked at. These are, these are not forward-facing. I think facing. Mortal Kombat is great, but I don't like other games. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat. Uh, so
3: Mortal Kombat is, you know, you, know you look at the... We we know a lot about you, people who watch and listen to Beyond. We can tell what you're reading. We know what what jobs you you have. Yeah, we can tell what you're reading, where you're reading it, what you're watching, when you're watching it, how far down the page you're scrolling, and your social security numbers.
0: You search for uh, regular numerals instead of Roman numerals. We do know faster. Yeah, we do know that. Faster than Final Fantasy One Five than XV. We've got the the same number of keys analytics.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, and one of the things we've learned is that a whole lot of you are really excited about Mortal Kombat X, uh, about Mortal Kombat 10. So, it's interesting because fighting games used to be a humongous deal. I yeah. mean, uh, people talk about Donkey Kong Country winning the war in 94 and being the big deal on the Super Nintendo, but I think it was Street Fighter II that was probably more important yeah. uh, being a home exclusive for the Super Nintendo as long as, a timed exclusive yeah. uh, for, for the us. Super Nintendo. Uh, and, Fighting games were huge in arcades. They were huge at home, and then right around the crap fest that was Killer Instinct, it all kind of fell off a cliff. Excuse me. And full yeah. gore. No, sorry, sorry.
0: Yeah. Buscuse me. Okay, that you. is I. Really, it's a. I mean, I like it because Ma- I was a, I was in fourth grade. Max okay. has a
2: Jago tattoo. Well, that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I would. I would like. I like spinal. I, th- I thought you had a Kenner
2: tattoo. Well, Jared, yeah, yeah. the same. The okay. same thing that happened with fighting games was happening with consoles around the same time. Where like everybody had a console, mm-hmm. there were just hundreds of. it was like the Panasonic and the the. Uh, all of a sudden, they all went away, right? <laughs> yeah. And like only three remained. And the same thing happened. And you couldn't go into. You you could throw a quarter in an arcade, and it would it would bounce off fifteen different machines, and they yeah. were all. Bad, aside from like three or four. And the, the three or four that were that were great were really great. And yeah. they're the ones that actually survived. I mean, it was fascinating to see, Mortal Kombat especially. I remember playing Mortal Kombat 2 in the arcade, and in that same arcade, they had a launch party for Mortal Kombat 2 on consoles. And a friend of mine got a copy of the game like a few days early. Yeah. And we took the copy of the game and we went back because he won it. And we went back to his house. And that all weekend, we played Mortal Kombat 2 at his house. Yep. And then Mortal Kombat 2 came out for Super Nintendo and Genesis that Tuesday and we all went out and bought it. And when we looked around we were like, why would we go back to the arcade? We have mm-hmm. this here now. Yeah. And it was like the they, they built the hand that or they bit the hand that fed them basically mm-hmm. all, all in one su- in, in one circle where all of a sudden like they had created this perfect arcade port and yeah. a lot of people started doing that and it was, all the, that was what all the boxes said <coughs> you know just like the arcades and where right. it was just like yeah you're right but minus the lines minus having to pay 25 cents for each thing or having to get driven there or dropped off because we didn't have cars you know for yeah. children and you don't, you don't <laughs> give children cars so it'd be that's weird irresponsible cars, it'd be messed up. you do let them play games where they rip off each other's yeah. heads and don't shit. let them drive cars but don't let them drive cars because yeah. that's ridiculous um, sorry i sorry Cursed. That's all right. Write that down. Uh, So (laughs) the fighting game industry sort of helped to kill off themselves in the arcades. Mm -hmm. And then when that happened, a lot of the really bad arcade fighters didn't get to live another day. Yeah. Like things like uh, time killers, right? Oh. Where you actually slice off people's arms and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then some some did like virtual fighter. You could actually see like a lot of the three, 3D fighters started making it over. But I think people wanted less and less of those sort of, sort of like rotational circular fighting games. They wanted just a flat plane. I think mm-hmm. the
0: initial gimmick was that it was, again, very much in that like, oh, hey, wouldn't this be better if
1: it was 3D? Yeah. If mm-hmm. it was yeah. polygons? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it worked with some games. Like, it did, It worked it for Tekken. It yeah. totally yeah, like, worked Tekken for Tekken 2 and Tekken 3. Especially on PS One, were huge. Well, yeah. th- and uh, that's the other yeah, thing. That, like,
2: yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, and and but Tekken had a very long lifespan. But I would say that lifespan is kind of dried out. Like, oh. I mean, there's still obviously. There's some hardcore fans,
1: I'm excited to see what
2: what the hell Pockin is. But it's,
3: <laughs> it's there's
1: there mass... still seven Tekken machines in the world and four of them are in our office. That's right. That's but right. the, its
3: mass appeal did die out. It's very popular yeah. in the fighting game community. And again, I you know I abstracted the timeline talking about killer instinct. No, there was a whole second wave of of three D fighters, Virtua Fighter began yep. that Tekken yep. came yep. along. Battle They're Arena Toshinden. Uh yep. yeah, that was crap. Uh Soul Caliber, which was people out of a ring, which great. was extraordinary. Uh, you know, there were there were a lot of re- and also wonderful second generation two D fighting games like Street Fighter Alpha Three, which when it came home was just almost arcade perfect mm-hmm. but the community kept shrinking yeah and yeah. you you went, I think you hit the nail on the head when you talk about going back to a 2d plane uh, it's quick it's comprehensible totally and um, and Mortal Kombat, you know, but there have been other. You know, Street Fighter Four was a great, mm-hmm. great 2D fighting mm-hmm. game and popular, but not any Yoda nearly as popular as this Mortal Kombat Ten launch. In Yoda? Like co- Yoda, Yoda, you, a from, from, yeah. from uh, Yoda, a small amount from Terway. No, not from Terway. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda was in Soul Calibur. Yeah, on yeah. Yoda, Xbox. the Greek 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 letter Yoda. <laughs> Damn it, not not a not a tiny bit. Uh, so why do you assume. think this happened because my my Cause theory Com- oh go ahead Your no theory.
2: I was gonna say my theory is that and this is maybe totally out there but my theory is that uh, Street Fighter t- Street Fighter was basically perceived as more technical mm-hmm. I feel like Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat's more accessible which means that uh, even when you when you drill down and you actually have the best people in the world playing both games I'm sure they are just technical masterpieces but when you're walking in a store and you see Street Fighter you probably still associate it with this like high-level play whereas yep. I think for some odd reason the gory ridiculously violent game is somehow more accessible to people.
3: No, I think you're close to it there. I, and Mortal Kombat originally was not a particularly technically impressive game. It was yeah. just dumb and fun yeah. and easy to play. And when you brought it home with your friends, you weren't trying to execute the special moves, you were trying to execute the fatalities.
2: Well, You believe, weren't trying to do well, combos. Believe or it, you, it or yeah. not, there was actually a time where we looked at the original graphics of Mortal Kombat and we said that's amazing, it's so lifelike. And uh-huh. we didn't realize it was just basically seven JPEGs of a guy standing yeah. and punching.
1: Yeah, I mean one of the things uh, with... MK9 the last one that came out yeah. now with Mortal Kombat X is that the games have this cinematic presentation yeah. to them to where very you don't have to be good at them to have the yeah. camera zoom in and do things and give you this visceral response of look what you did there's an x-ray you broke that man's crotch now he doesn't have a crotch no it's
0: it's very much uh, we're also seeing kind of the the rise of of spectating games yeah. you know esports yeah. e- and and twitch streaming and all that stuff yep. uh, and I'd say that I'd say a good kind of um, analog would be Street Fighter is to counter-strike as Mortal Kombat is to Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, it's like, a, yeah. It, is a, it is a dumber, more gratifying experience. If you're really good at it, you probably want the more technical and the more, like, mm-hmm. more involved, kind of competitive side of things. But Mortal Kombat, again, is it's a game where you can push two buttons and then yeah. the skeletons will fight each other's yeah. ladders. Well, yeah.
3: NetherRealm Studios has, has embraced the self-awareness. You know, when yes. they came back with Nine, that was brilliant. They're just yeah. like, we are... The big stupid fighting game, yep. and and they did two smart things. One, they just owned that like nobody had ever mm-hmm. owned it before. And second, they improved the fighting mechanics. That's the other part. Yeah. Mortal Kombat is a much better fighting game than it used to be. And Injustice improved on those oh, mechanics. Great. Yeah. And Mortal yeah. Kombat Ten is going to improve on Injustice. That, that's the thing. Mortal Kombat is now a very good technical fighting yeah. game, and it's still stupid and fun. This is a game where Jason can fight Predator, and where there's a Carl Weather skin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that's pretty awesome. All right.
3: That,
2: they. They. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Come on, a real about, game.
1: I love everyone in this office, and I love Vince, but the fact that he hates the fact that Predator and Carl Weathers are in this makes game me really angry. makes me very upset.
3: Yeah, Perhaps in yeah. so Next Beyond we can just bring Vince in here and we can lay him on the table and I'll beat should, him a little yeah. bit. Just,
1: you know. I what think if, that's, that's actually a I crime. could do my splits oh. and
0: then punch him in the junk and then I'd be like, those be $500 sunglasses, asshole.
3: I just watched that again yesterday. What a fine motion picture it's, by Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah, do you want to write down the part
1: where Max said the A word? We're going to let that one slide because he was quoting art. He oh, was quoting art. If we put up a picture of the Venus de Milo, we wouldn't have to censor her yeah, I'm really, wasn't that guy
3: in Melrose Place? Venus De Milo. No, no, the guy that punches Goro in the crotch.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't so know. So Vince,
0: yeah, the character that plays Johnny no, Cage. No, that was, he actor. wasn't a real actor. No one actually. Name was
1: Johnny Cage wasn't a real actor. He was entirely no. claymation and practical effects. Johnny Cage isn't real. No, Johnny Cage is not real. He was not an actor who appeared in <gasps> the Melrose oh, Place. Okay. Uh, yeah, but this uh, MK9 no, well, was a game. Vince
2: is actually <laughs> echoing a lot, of, a lot of people's sentiments yeah. about this, which uh, I think there are purists mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, which I, I do understand it to an extension, mm-hmm. but uh, that is negated by the fact that Predator rules. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Predator I guess, rules greater Predler, <laughs> than purists. Yeah. Predator I mean,
3: does rule. And, that's an, and this is a community of people who don't, like Soul Calibur 2. And if you don't like Soul Calibur 2, I don't want to
2: know you.
1: Yeah, and I got that, super
3: into that game. Yeah, I, Are you a big Necrid
1: fan? Oh,
2: <laughs> Todd, why did we like Todd McFarlane? Why was that allowed? No, I mean, I love. No, so, I mean, while we're here, I love Soul Calibur 2. I probably hated all the character design in that game no no most of it was good it's just Necred. Necred was yeah the, well no a lot kind of it was just there. like here's tits and cod pieces which is i guess fine to an extent but i, I, I like it was really just like chains and swords and dildos and boobs and <laughs> uh, i tits and
0: know, cod pieces would be a great name for a podcast yeah, yeah or a, or it's a so band <laughs> SEO friendly, you got the tits you got the cod just yep. it's all good <laughs> or a cooking you show. got pieces
1: for one piece kids love one piece yeah yeah sure yeah i but yeah, despite despite all
2: that, I mean, I thought, that, uh, I thought the game was just so much fun to play. Yeah. So much yeah. fun. And I was never really one of those, like, memorize every technical twitch of the joystick, button mm-hmm. button combination guys. I actually really miss, yeah. this is how old I am, I miss when you would play a game like that and the arcade in front of you told you what the combos were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was just like, oh, you got to do this, and then mm-hmm. three buttons in a row. I was like, oh, got that. I, can, I, I can, can't do it. I can type that in, you know? Yeah.
3: Do you remember the blood code for Mortal Kombat?
2: On your on your Genesis, yeah, by the Genesis version, yeah,
3: abac abacabb. B. He had to enter that though. You actually uh, had to have you had to have cool right. parents yeah, yeah. Yeah. and not yeah. ones that bought yeah. you the baby version.
1: Just going back really quick to the accessibility of MK9, like that's one of those games that uh, the girl I was dating at the time like wasn't a huge gamer, but yeah. she loved playing that. Yeah, because if you put it on easy, she could just mash buttons. And again, it gave you and that. look awesome. And right? look awesome. Yeah, yeah totally. And, and that's uh, a reward. Yeah. yeah, and it's still a game that I have on my shelf. When like when I have people who come over who you know aren't crazy into games, they look at the shelf like, oh man, Mortal Kombat. I remember this yeah. from a kid. Can we yeah. play this? Oh, oh you and pull MK9 out. true to the. Yeah,
3: and you have you ever played? Your luck mode.
1: Oh yeah, that's great. Oh, it's it's yeah. the
3: best thing in the game. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a like hardcore fighting game guy, it's just like a slot machine that's like one guy doesn't have arms and the other one can shoot meteors. Yeah, you yep. know, and then you fight. It's that's great. awesome. It's yeah. it's
2: so wonderful. So I totally get it. I just don't see. I don't see what a franchise like Street Fighter does to like win people back from a situation like that because mm-hmm. I feel like the split is so. It puts I mean, RoboCop well,
0: Street Fighter f- Five. Yeah, it's five. Good Yeah, Street Fighter Five, and it's it's PS4, PS4 exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. That's a. That's a power play right there. It is. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. And I'm looking forward to playing it. Street Fighter 4 was wonderful. It was, a, It is a very accessible game, yep. despite being yep. a high-level fighting game. It's, and,
1: you can sit mm-hmm. down and just play Street Fighter 4. And really absolutely
2: can't. beautiful in completely different yeah. ways than Mortal Kombat
1: is. But you, you can't know? punch someone in the penis and stop them from having Yeah, and Predator's
0: not in it, so I don't know
1: if I'll be buying yeah. that. And there's probably no Carl Weathers characters. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, uh, You can probably uh, totally punch somebody in the penis
2: in Street Fighter. No, somebody in
1: Netherrealm... They just don't really go like,
2: oh,
0: my dick. an so, X-ray, the outline of it. The
3: The whole Predator thing, somebody in NetherRealms Realms was brilliant. Like their character reveals for like two months were just you know, some guy walking out of a black background in shadows, yeah. right? And he just walks forward, it's like Goro lives. And you know, and they do that character after character. When they come to like Predator, they have the three people come walking out of the background that were also revealed in that trailer. Yeah. They all come up. And then he just like materializes in front of them. And you're like, yeah. Oh, he's been standing there the whole time because he's Predator. That's How cool awesome! is that? And they
2: probably bumped into him and he felt the weird thing on his back. Yeah. Was like, oh, <laughs> it was like so some weird. marketing
3: guy was like, I am so
2: cool. Hey, and Johnny thinking? Cage is like, Oh man, this movie's so realistic. I don't even understand the special effects. And they cover right. And he's like, Wow, that's crazy real. Blood that he never really knows he's in hell. Just remember what Raiden said Mortal Kombat is not about death but life. That's right.
1: Yeah. That's not true. That is 100% about death. It's about
2: enough. <laughs> Mortal Kombat's about a guy with four arms punching a woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For some reason, that's immensely popular. <laughs> I don't talk about Rainbow Six Siege now. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. We got previews of this. We got to see it in action suddenly. Uh, it is of Ubisoft's I guess return to
1: form to the kind of tactical
0: s- stealth co-op Yeah, yeah. Uh, it won our sure. uh,
1: game of show at E3 it did yeah despite the fact that I didn't get to play it yeah <laughs> I think yeah. I was the only person on this dumb staff that didn't get to play Not it no, I didn't get to play it either I was, I was, right. I was too busy formatting stage. images that week I wouldn't know what I was too busy doing I threw I'm, I'm, up during one of those press so offices. I was
0: <laughs> I was basically doing a, a three man operation at E3 last year so I missed Rainbow Six oh. what did they show off at E3 did they like?
1: Did they have it? They it, was, it playable though. That yeah, number? it was playable. It, it was playable, playable on the show floor. I believe
2: it was the demo that they were mm-hmm. showing during. Yes, the Yes, it was that
1: that house. It was Which, the, the woman it, was hostage. That looked mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, yeah really, that really looked nice. that looked incredible. Uh, that demo they showed during their press conference and then playable. Uh, it was that same demo. Uh, looked incredible. You know, the big thing, like you mentioned, the drywall joke mm-hmm. is it's yeah. just mm-hmm. it's completely just blowing apart. You know, ceilings and, and floors and walls, and it actually feeds into the that. gameplay because mm-hmm. you blow a hole in the wall, and now you have a little place you can put your guns. Yeah, through. McCaffrey
3: just said he felt like the Kool Aid Band the whole time <clears throat> yeah. in, in the in the recent playthrough, uh, and that's yeah, that's such that's, a that's, that's great.
0: That really appeals to me. Like that's a, this is a game that I remember trying to play. Like I remember trying to play one of the first Rainbow Six games at my friend's house, like you would try to play. I don't know any other shooter, but it doesn't work like that. No. It's this is very serious tactical. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you got to plan your moves. And if out you get shot
1: in the head, your round's done. Yeah, yeah, and I
0: was like, this is boring. And I was, I think I was playing with like a trackpad on a mm-hmm. laptop. Like, this is the yeah. worst time of my life. Yeah.
3: And, um, but now you have this whole operators dynamic they've added in, which is like you know, pre-configured loadouts that you're sort of locked into, and there's about 20 of them apparently. And so you, have, you, you're, you can't do all that much customization with your loadouts, but because of that, it allows them to create like, your very focused skill set your team needs to act in cooperation with other people. But there's also an antithetical loadout on the other team that is designed to foil and counter you and vice versa constantly. So you've got this sort of dark mirror rival on the other side a lot of the time that you're playing against. Yeah. I just love mm-hmm.
1: that. Yeah, uh, And there's like some of, you know, obviously some of them are just going to be a, you know heavy, have a lot of like a, a big arsenal, but then there's other guys who just have sledgehammers and it's all about just like busting down that's doors. Crazy. Yeah, Busting down walls. I really want to
0: yeah. do that. I really just want to, I love, other than it's like the entire, like that. that could be the, the, The thing that really that shakes it up. You know, Mm -hmm. like the same way that something like, you know, Far Cry with the animals and stuff, it makes it less of a kind of predetermined, you know, type yeah. of like stealthy approach. It's like if you're if you're basing all your tactics around where walls are, but the walls are destructible, mm-hmm. that gets interesting. Yeah. That like gets really yeah. interesting. Yeah.
1: Well that's awesome because you could be like, hey, we all need to guard this door, but it's like, what if he's coming from the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't guard the ceiling. Who guards yeah. the ceiling? And somebody
0: through the floor? Yeah.
1: It, it totally it ups the sort of like sandbox ability of it, which means
2: that you can just keep playing it differently mm-hmm. each time. Even yeah. if you're the they're like, here's the, we only have five maps in our game. And we're like, yeah. okay, cool. Like I can drill a hole through each one in a different angle every single time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I like that That's a pretty lot. Awesome. And it's kind of the red... rounds go super quick, too. Oh, yeah. yeah the rounds are know. like less than 10 minutes.
3: Wow. That's like a Red Faction guerrilla with, like, tactics. Yeah, uh, totally. It sounds like yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah. Sledgehammers in um. games, man. We need more of them. More of them. Donkey yeah, Kong so, had them. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ryan and uh, Destin went to Montreal. They played it. They said, again, it still, still plays amazingly. Uh, one of their big complaints, though, was that the game certainly does not look as good as it did. Yeah. Uh, almost a year ago. I'm really
0: – I'm kind of – Kinda of wish that somebody at Ubisoft would pump the brakes on this whole approach that they keep doing, which is like
1: Yeah. 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 I no like they said, by no means does a game look bad. I mean we have footage on the site. By mm. no means does it look bad. Right. It's not a bad looking game. It's just when you see it, you're like, well, yeah, that's what a shooter should look now. But you know, it still plays fantastically. But the thing we saw at E3 last year, like visually right from the get go, it just like blew us out of the water. Do you know mm-hmm. what has
2: the total opposite approach to this? Movies. <laughs> How's like, that? you'll see, a, I, like, there was a Jurassic World trailer oh. that they recut and republished, and it had better CG. Mm-hmm. Like, the dinosaur jumping out of the water, eating the shark, suddenly looked better in the second version of the trailer. Right. Like, things improve over time uh, in the movie industry, for the most part. I'm mm-hmm. sure somebody will let me know that I'm wrong. But um, in games, it's almost always the opposite, you know? Well, it's, well, that's
3: because in games, a lot of the time, when they come to you and tell you they've got a game, what they've got is a five-minute piece yeah. of the game that they've... Gotten down to like, well, we think the other forty hours of it will mm-hmm. look something like this, mm-hmm. and when we build it this year and next, you know, whereupon with a movie, by the time you see a trailer, you know, the, at the very least, your principal
0: photography is going to be in the can, so, right? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Difference is though, is that a, a game has to function, a game mm-hmm. has to work. You have mm-hmm. to be able to go in and, and punch the drywall and see what happens, and. I mean, sure. in the I mean, case of Jurassic World, there's like a th- there's going to be like a ten second segment where this fish thing comes out and no, like I mean, or
2: I I totally understand that as much as I completely do not understand how games are made, yeah. which mm-hmm. like I, for me to sit in a chair and be like make the graphics better, like I have no concept of how that mm-hmm. even yeah. works. That being said, I would rather not see something until they were ready to show no, it. That's false advertising. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: that's the 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 beautiful photos they have up at McDonald's of what the meal is going to look like. Yeah. the thing you actually get is like this sad little weapon. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Woodland creature that they wrapped in a bag. (laughs) It's funny,
1: too, because, uh, you know, a lot of times the demos we see and even the demos we play at E3 are running on PCs that none of us could ever afford. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if we're seeing stuff at a Microsoft conference or even if we're seeing stuff at a Sony conference, uh, it is... Running on a high-end PC, and fact of the matter is, is that the highest-end PC you could build right now is ten times more powerful than a PS4 or yeah. Xbox One R. And mm-hmm. That's just that's just the facts. That's always the way that's it just, is. It's going to be technology f- f- they f- locked that f- hardware in two and a half years ago.
2: Yep. So, so let me ask this then: Is it fair to? I mean. To 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 really only show the high the high the best possible version of that game when predominantly the the mass majority of people who will be playing it will be playing it on consoles. It's not fair
1: because I don't even no. think the PC version of the, of Rainbow Six is going to look, will like, look what like, it like what no, we it we saw is. Right? Ubisoft's track record with with PC
0: ports lately has been pretty yeah, pretty sure. shoddy. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, uh, and it makes me worried, obviously, about The Division, like which has oh, totally. totally gone I mean, into hibernation. We had, you know, yeah. we had the same thing with Watch Dogs, where it had the visual downgrade to where Watch Dogs was still super fun to play, yeah. but yeah, it definitely wasn't as good-looking as what we originally saw. The Division, yeah, and- we haven't got to play yet. I'm not going to be surprised that when we see it again, probably at E3, yeah. and get to finally go hands-on, possibly, that's probably going to not look as good as it did. Maybe
3: we could just make an IGN sticker that we cr- like slap on all the preview footage that's distributed it just says, warning... This will probably look crappier when you buy it. I yeah. mean, I not representative of final product.
2: <laughs> so, I'll, I'll I'll tell a quick story then, and I won't actually I won't name the publisher or anything. But when I was at GameSpy, uh, we received a package of screenshots for uh, a video game, mm-hmm. and we said, "We're not publishing these." And the publisher mm-hmm. said, "Why?" And we said, "Because they're not real. <laughs> mm-hmm. These are lies. Nothing looks this good. Nothing has ever looked this good, and we don't believe you." And they said okay, and they got back to us with a realistic, believable set of renders that were actually pulled from in-game, and we said... Great. We'll put these mm-hmm. up. They still look awesome. Thank you for being honest with our with ourselves and our audience.
1: It's good on the publisher. Uh, to I mean, a first off, obviously good on you guys for calling them out of that, but then yeah. good of the publisher to actually splice. Yeah, you yeah something. totally, yeah,
2: totally. And I mean, it was a redemption s- saga, so I, I should feel comfortable telling the name, but I
3: won't because yeah, it's, no, it totally. there's there's no, there's no, no out of this the goes list. all the way back to the magazine era. I mean, it used to be you'd get like a magazine yeah. cover and it'd be like, "This is a real screen." Oh, man, you know, yeah, gonna, yeah, that yeah. was a
0: big thing. You yeah, know, it used to be before they could really even print photos. You look at old Atari ads and they had somebody draw it they're like yeah draw frogger and they're like all right yep. yeah the notion they're of awesome. bull, the
2: notion of bull shots as we've called them has yeah. actually gone back uh, yeah probably until uh, atari when Sorry, it was just like there was a painting of this minefield exploding and like six people but, I mean, running out it of it yeah. the
0: minefield they would just beyond, be like, beyond. It's, it's yeah i mean you have you have like i think i have old issues of x-men or whatever and it's like it's like uh like hubert and pitfall and stuff like that it's yeah. like they they're they're illustrations of Atari screens and Atari screens were simple enough that you could do that and nobody would get too mad because you're like if you tried to photograph the crt screen that this is it going looked all you No, know, it's oh, actually
2: yeah. it's it's actually really fascinating that you bring up comic books because i remember specifically there were a lot of comics in the 90s where the covers were these amazing paintings and mm-hmm. you yep. opened them up and they were handled by a completely different yep, set totally of illustrators yeah, yeah. Exactly. I that. The yeah they cool. still do that yeah. how and that's, yeah it's insane it's just
0: because the il- cover illustrators don't necessarily do sequential stuff so there
2: was a there was you something know. special about like really glossy magazine covers too that mm-hmm. made bull shots look even better you're right like, you yeah, totally. Yeah. Like I remember seeing, I think it was like Turok, the one that came out in like 2009. There was like a Game Informer cover that was just like this amazing render of him like jumping in the air, stabbing a raptor or something like that. And obviously, the game looked nothing like that yeah. ever.
3: Yeah, but there's Turok just looked like fog. Yeah, that's what I remember. No, the yeah. 2009 one was. A little oh yeah, I yeah. It. Um, So
0: I wonder if this is if this is symptomatic of just the, the age we live in and how media has changed so much. Because currently, like, I mean, there was a point not too long ago when it was pretty difficult to see the e3 demos in high res unless yeah. you're there yeah and now it's like finding a 1080p stream of that is not too hard
2: yeah, yeah. Like, that's
0: the reality you can go do that and then you can i mean nowadays it's like if you i, I don't know how you guys do things here but it, you know previous outlets i was at we'd run into trouble where somebody would be busy ripping the the uh the trailers shown in a press conference and we put them up and they'd be like no oh, we already we already one step ahead of you there you're going to take that down this, yep. is, this yep. is copyrighted material yep. you know and it's um that's that's insane that we have this much of, like, a, a, a close look at things ahead of time. But, I mean, imagine how it used to do. Like, if you've got a, a $10,000 gaming rig behind the scenes and you're showing off this soon to be released game, and you're like, here's what it's going to look like, I swear, and there's no way of you guys to archive this. or You're going to be watching, you know, like, watching a, a stream on maybe Spike TV or something. Yeah. You're not going to have the exact thing to refer back to.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I specifically have been to preview events where, uh, around the launch of the of the current gen consoles, where the consoles were put in a case and the lights were turned on, and behind a curtain was a high end gaming PC mm-hmm. running the game on the screen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And like it's deceptive, you know, it's incredibly deceptive because I my just a photo of that is that perception would imply that this console on this TV holding this controller is running this game, and that's not the case. No, it's that. absolutely not the case. So you actually had a peek around corners when we first started going to preview events for this, this generation. I think it was happening last generation, too. Totally. But you would think that with, with nowadays, we have more access than ever to things. So, like, you like, you know, someone tweets a photo of, like, the, the Deadpool uh, helmet or mask a couple months ago before we see, like, the mm-hmm. high-res render of Ryan Reynolds in front of the fireplace. Yeah. Um, so you would think that we would get more stuff like that nowadays. But I think when it comes to video games, specifically AAA video games, we're still very – the conversation is still very controlled. You know, yep. There's leaks mm-hmm. every now and then, but in terms of what we see, it's still the best-looking version of that game, and what we get is not always that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You would have thought that after the sort of fiasco surrounding Killzone 2 yeah, with that sort of fake thing that was like, no, this is what the game looks like. It's like, absolutely, this is yeah. not what the game looks like. You would have thought that would have sort of been the end of it, but it keeps happening, and I don't know, is its is the onus on us to call that out all the time? Is the onus on the consumer to vote with the wallet and just say like, hey, I'm not going to purchase this game because... You falsely advertised it to me a yep. year mm-hmm. ago. Yep, um, it's so a little sure. bit of both. all of the above on yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah, and you can't blame the. It's hard to blame the publishers too, because like, yes, they're trying to get us excited, but they're trying to get places like Walmart excited. I know because and 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 investors excited. Yeah, like yep. yep. oh, I a, think
3: we, a, we should still blame them. Uh, I, I think it's fair. Let's. There's plenty yeah. of blame to go around. We can blame. blame. I blame you, Jared. I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll accept your blame. Okay.
0: There's always the, the kind of the big elephant in the room of. of something like E3 is that it is it's for big business, you know mm-hmm. There are those guys you see who are in like designer jeans and nice loafers and they have a black blazer and a cornflower blue shirt and they are holding an iPad in a case. Those guys are there for work, and they have corporate accounts. Like they yeah. are businessmen. Yeah, those mm, guys have that. more
1: power over the games industry than pretty much yep. anyone. Those
2: are the guys there. that order. Like we're sitting at home. Like, should we pre-order this game? And they go, Should we pre-order fifty thousand copies of this game for mm-hmm. our North mm-hmm, American yeah. retail store? The difference
1: it's between sold
0: and shipped. Yeah. yeah yep. Exactly. Totally. Um, I got to pressing. What, well, what do we got to talk about here? Anything good? Something fun with video games because video games are fun. Here's a nice one to think about. Beyond. What would you guys, what would be you guys' favorite city for an open world game to do? I would love to see a GTA set in Houston. They could have missions where you drive a taco cart and infiltrate NASA. Maybe not those things in the same mission, or one where you go to the rodeo. There is so much to do with that city. What do y'all think? Thanks, Luke Merrill. Okay, I, I am on I I love, love this one. I always yeah. love
2: this when this comes up. Yeah,
3: this is, I, I've wanted this game. Nobody will ever make it because it would cost so much, but I want Toontown. I want a, oh Roger my God. God. I want an so open good. world Toontown. So, on
0: that note, why Why do Toontown? Shut it down. Why do Toontown? I'd like to see an open world video game that is... Essentially, what Toontown does, where you've got the different different eras of cartoons yeah. coexisting, but imagine that with video game characters, where you've got Ooh. like low poly PS One renders in the same world as sprites, and like you've right. got frog. Oh, so Cuber you
2: want you want an open world Wreck It Ralph?
0: Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I love that. I let's mean, if both they made of it, these, so let's have yeah. both of these. If license wise,
2: yeah. they made it happen for the movie, then I mean, maybe they could make the, something like that happen for the game. I, I that love, would be awesome. Yeah, but cr- You want it to be M rated? Oh, that's so good. Open world M rated Wreck It Ralph, basically, where you can just travel from. From game to game, yeah,
3: Gosh, but I, so. I, I almost, I almost want Mickey Mouse more. One because that would have portable holes, uh, and, and and portable holes are, the, are great. Okay. Uh, they're wonderful yeah. uh, and Judge Doom I'd have Christopher Lloyd in my world but no I, I want this to happen I would love to be able to play in a universe where I can have Qbert and Master Chief side by side doing something that would be nuts It's kind of wonderful so here's, the, here's, the, here's the
2: cheat code though. with Max's version yeah. you would still get Mickey Mouse and Looney Tunes and stuff like you get Epic
1: Mickey yeah I'd get no, Epic no, Mickey no, and that's
3: the thing I really love cartoons and there's so much cartoons have a wonderful rich narrative lore that would work well for an open world game being able to visit the those iconic locations and have them kind of tied together in neat yeah. ways that are that are part of cartoons yeah. and the potential to have anvils dropped on you. But I mean, I want to go back to Tiny Toon Adventures and mm-hmm. I want to, yeah. I want to go and I want to have you know Babs Bunny and Wacko Warner in my in my RPG party. Yeah. You know that, that just sounds yeah. great. But that doesn't take anything from Wave. I just want both of these games to exist. Oh, one, yeah. no, one we, in all the games yeah, exist. yeah, these are because that's great idea.
0: I want I an open it. world, uh, busy world of Richard Scary. Uh, what I, do people do all day? They drive cars and trucks and things that go. That game yeah. existed. Hucklehead it Lowly was for
3: the Coleco Adam computer, and I was owned it. Was it open
0: world though? Well, I mean, was is it, is seamless that? transitions between areas.
2: Actually, it was four screens, and back then that was pretty
3: big. Are we still
0: here?
2: We're still here. <laughs> <All> <laughs>
1: <Okay. right. laughs> I was just wondering.
2: I'm going to go ahead and guess that a four screen game for the Coleco Apple computer was Adam. not Adam. open world.
1: <laughs> it was, especially it was, one
2: based on. Uh, a worm that wears a hat and drives an You animal. could wander anywhere you wanted and do whatever
3: you wanted within yep. the parameters yep. of the universe. No, I think. Part, of
0: the, part of the reason I picked this question, uh, I find it really odd that we don't see more games set in San Francisco. And I don't think we've have we ever seen a game set in Vancouver. Um, those are two Ooh. places where tons and tons of games are made, and they're both an incredibly small area. Mm-hmm. There's
2: actually a lot of games that are set in San Francisco, but they're never – it's never, like, I mean, San Francisco, San Francisco. Right, but like it's always recently, just, like... It
1: was Driver, San Francisco. Driver, yeah. San
0: Francisco was hilarious. Like, the Golden Gate
2: Bridge makes its way into everything. Like, yeah. it gets blown up four yeah. times a day. Yeah, it was Advanced
3: Warfare. warfare. De- yeah. Defiance was set in okay. San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, but, but a game set in San
2: Francisco would be the most
3: expensive video game ever. No. How I mean, that's a, not one but, bit. It's seven, hill, our, it just it the it real, real estate. Nope. It's just the it's the real estate. a real estate joke. Terrible.
0: I don't know. I'm not funny. We've got a... We've got, like, San Francisco, for for those unfamiliar... That is, was very funny. ...is seven miles by seven miles, which yeah. is yeah. roughly the same size as a lot of open-world games. That's around the same size yeah. as GTA yeah. V, yeah. like, which is a, obviously a huge, massive undertaking. You but, also
1: yeah. have this crazy hodgepodge of, of urban parks of... Uh, topography of geography mm-hmm. of sick jumps sick yeah, jumps, sick jumps. Very, like, Rush. amazing ethnic neighborhoods like do cool absolutely. boat stuff no no don't do that cool boat stuff I you're want, not that Larry Ellison I oh, yeah, do cool. a desperately, desperately want Sleeping cool.
0: Dogs 2 to be in San Francisco Maybe I don't I would happen but it would make so much that. sense yeah. has, I would has
3: poop in. rendering technology reached the place that could accurately depict a San Francisco Kojima sidewalk has,
0: has made some huge breakthroughs uh, in poop rendering they've the, rendered very realistic horse poop in real time 60 frames a second so I think
1: we're ready for San Francisco though because you met, you guys mentioned all the cartoon stuff on an open world Adventure Time game that's not bad like Ooh, all the other Adventure Time that games could, that would be so good yeah that I want to go unique. around the land of Ooh yeah so much I a child. that
0: um, yeah I just I just think it's odd I, I've also talked to I've talked to um, game designers about this too and I'm like why you know why why not, why not do it here why not do it there whatever and the answer usually is that they want to design something they don't want to just imitate it yeah um, mm. and I mean even even you know GTA like makes, takes a lot of liberties um, Sleeping Dogs I think was I've never been to Hong Kong Liberty but I think it was, it was fairly barely, uh, they tried to be sort of accurate to the basic yeah. layout. Mm-hmm. Um, but like driver San Francisco, like you can't drive it. You can't, you could can barely get up to 50 miles an hour in San totally. Francisco. Yeah. Like yeah. It just doesn't work.
2: Well, that's the thing a lot of people forget is that real world cities were not, are not designed the same way video game cities They're are designed. To be like, yeah, to navigate a real world city is not usually enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. usually just like,
1: oh, I got to make a left. I can't go straight here. Why can't? I Damn. mean, also like doors in video games are generally twice as wide as a real door would be. Yeah. Just well, basically. Maybe you could do something like what Big Hero Six did with like San Francisco. I was just about to say that. That's I was awesome. just about to say I would love a melding of two cities. That's you really could still smart. do something creative, but yes, exactly what Big Hero Six did. Yep, Jared, you're a smart one. What about what about? Um, but not funny. What if the no.
0: future is is making your own open world games? I, mean, I actually—we o- okay. already have map creation. I feel like that's not the in the in this post-Minecraft world. I feel like that's not the most far-fetched. I had
2: nonsense. an idea a few years ab- ago for an open-world video game that worked with a culmination of like 3D rendering and Google Maps. So basically, oh. you can be oh, like, yeah. I want to go to this town, and then it would render it as a 3D video game, and you would be able to actually design the waypoints around making that a fun place to, to, to travel God, through. so cool. Yeah, that's super yeah. interesting. Yeah. No, as,
3: as these editors get more powerful, the, 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 the tools that come with the games that we have now, yeah, I think that does become a reality. And then you also have something like No Man's Sky, where you've got yeah. like a procedurally generated universe yeah. out there waiting for yep. you, too, that's yep. made yeah.
1: in interesting ways. Yeah, I don't know. Despite... <sighs> I can't imagine that we're close to having sort of user-created content on that level yet. Like, I know Minecraft is huge, but aside from that, like all the other sort of creation games, I feel like have mm-hmm. had more promise than deliverance. Well, look like. at
0: look at like SimCity. Yeah, like that's the detail in there. You know, like they had crowds, they had people, they had yeah. like functioning things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. The game kind of holds your hand to a certain degree of, of like being like you're not going to have to lay down, you know, individual railroad spikes. You know, you're like you're, the, the the minutia is kind of handled for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can also kind of be like, sort
1: of automate some of it. Yeah, there, I mean, there still hasn't been a user-created little big planet level that's as good as a Mario level. Yeah, like, there's still... There's some pretty uh, impressive ones. Technically, I agree that the fun factor hasn't always
3: landed, although there's some pretty pretty neat stuff, but I do think that maybe with the right tools... You think about... You brought up Sin City. That's a great point. You know, when when Wright was working on Raid for Bungling Bay... He's making a kind of an arcade action game. He discovered that the levels were more fun to make with his level designer. He built as a development tool.
0: Oh
1: yeah, than the game than
3: Bungley Bay was to play. And he's like, I need to make a game out of this. Then he made SimCity. Yeah. City. yeah. Maybe out there, there's an engine somebody could create that's actually
1: fun. The art yeah, of creation is fun for this purpose, and yeah. then
3: maybe we get that game. Especially yeah. if there's See, tools to seamlessly weld places together, then and create the, the kind of mission structures we want. That could happen.
2: My problem is that the like the horse has to lead the cart a little bit. Like with a lot of these things, like the, we've we've seen things. Speaking like, of Italy, yeah. Speaking of Italy, <laughs> horses uh, horses are taking over the streets. <laughs> they're getting rid of their Ferraris and they're just getting horse cars from here on out. That was speaking of Italy. Brought I don't know to you by pasta, meatballs, and a uh, nice wedding soup. Um, <laughs> uh, but I look at games like Project Spark, and I just switch, transform into a normal human being again. Um, and I feel like those games aren't inherent they don't really show you a really fun game and then show you here's cool stuff you can make with it they yeah. kind of leave a lot of that up to the audience yeah. and like yeah. Little Big Planet I think it's like an, a beautiful game and it, yeah. I, it, it's, it's actually very fun once you actually dive into it a little bit but uh, I don't think that any of those games are flat out as fun mm-hmm. as like a Mario game right mm-hmm. out of the box mm-hmm. but if it was and then from there they said here's what we did Yeah, now you do this and it just worked from start to finish I think that like that would have the potential to really Well oh,
3: that's work. that's what I'm imagining—is a wor- as a game where you build a world. The, building the world is the game, and it's fun, like SimCity. Yeah. And when you're done, you've got something somebody can play, and yeah. that's also fun. There's so, got to be a way win. For to some pull reason, reason I'm
1: thinking of something uh, asynchronous now, to where you're building something and I'm existing in the city at the same time. And so It's not... like Dark City or Inception. Oh man, where, like it's, a, it's like a third-person open-world game, but everything is changing, and like <laughs> of an invisible hand of God is moving. I mean, well, that this would that would, would be like that. We need use send your yeah. check
3: to. On, on, yeah. on
0: that note, what about a what about a a <laughs> synchronous survival horror game where you play as a sim, but you've got a 13 year old boy playing as playing as the Overlord. Oh, you go in the swimming pool and the ladder disappears and you're like, I'm
1: going to drown!
0: <laughs> Somebody launched a bunch of fireworks in the living room! <laughs> there are rugs everywhere! My house is full of dogs! <laughs> <laughs> my door disappeared how <laughs> do I leave? Oh, I have to live in the poop room, in room here.
2: forever!
0: <laughs> Somebody destroyed my toilet while I was using it. <laughs> you know, but there might actually be
3: a way to make that work. There used to be this old mod for Quake called, uh, called Predator. It was a homemade mod. And one person was the Predator. Everybody else was a space marine. The Predator was far more powerful than the other characters. He was semi-transparent, awesome arsenal of weapons. The only way to score points was to score a kill as the Predator, killing a marine. The only way to become the Predator was to kill the Predator. So everybody's working together constantly to kill the Predator. The moment they kill him, they become the Predator, and now it's everybody against them. And they just kept switching off that with that asynchronous thing. There might be a way to make... That thirteen-year-old boy horror fantasy thing work out like that, where it, it, you were trying to find a way to kill the evil god of your universe and then become him. I would play that.
0: I mean, That's kind of what they're going for with um, stuff like I don't know, Fable Legends. Yeah, but it doesn't involve uh, me drowning that, in a swimming old Shadow Realms thing that uh, oh, it, yeah. Fireware was doing. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. They need to, They really just need to drive home the fact that this is you're, you're an um, awful little teenage boy.
3: Yeah, I agree. This is horrible, sadistic
0: end of it. That's, yeah. that I just it really could... want The Sims. I just like the idea of that actually being a realistic horror situation. Sounds wonderful. Just
2: All the women in this town are bats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're in bat country. Um, Can we
2: talk about some Axiom Verge? Yeah. yeah
1: Marty, let's go what's, to the drop. Let's go to the D-Rop. The drop. All right. So we cut the we, we trimmed the drop.
0: Sorry, Ryan Clements. Also, the news ghost. Love you, Ryan. The news ghost apparently died last week. Oh, he hasn't oh. made an appearance. lately. So here's some new, releases. <laughs> new uh, releases. MLB the show. Late review. We got it late. What's up with that? Is it a game about <laughs> baseball? Finally, yeah, MLB up. the show. The ongoing series following the adventures of your favorite sports heroes.
1: <laughs> Such as Barry. I can't wait for MLB B- the movie or MLB the video Barry the, the Mister Bonds, Bonds. He's yeah, not a monster. He's not in that game. Um, yeah, we got the game late. There's the Pence uh, Hunter. He's we should have Hunter Pence review because Ryan's going on vacation, so he can't review Okay. Can Hunter Pence review a video game that he is we could starring ask. in? I think that's illegal. That's, that'd be like letting a League of Legends review League of Legends. Hunter Pence yep. does what he wants. That's true. He, Shout except out to to have Hunter a Pense. healthy arm. Cuz huh? His arm is not healthy. Did he right hurt now. his arm? He hurt his arm. Oh.
0: So, so, from too many high fives? MLB, the show, <laughs> this nice. week. There's Shadow like Tower, it. a PS1 classic from Software Horror, Horror, RP... Oh, from, from, oh, from software. software. I, was, yeah. I
1: don't know why I wrote horror. The, I meant the horror. The horror. Yeah, Marty, I don't know why Max, I every horror time
2: you twice. read these things, it's always like it's the first time you've ever read.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I just... Marty wrote these things like Jump over the second horror. There's a typo. If you
0: see okay, from look, software... Look, between, between Marty double, doubling up on the horror, which is apparently very scary, and then just the fact that it's from software, which is always... There's no, there's no, like, punctuation mark you can do to make it. I just know, that's to, so so size that it, They don't capitalize. As
1: a a lot, lot of people have created horror RPGs, but we from created so the first
0: horror, horror. Oh. RPG. From software
1: company,
2: from software. That's a real sentence. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, nice. So I haven't played this game, but uh, from software, obviously, just released Bloodborne. They did the Soul series, yep. and you can play one of their PS1 classics this week. Shadow is it Tower. available
0: on the on the PlayStation
1: Vita? Uh, are the PS1 games available on Vita? Probably. Yeah. Uh, some of them are. We, should do a let's some play. are. we should do a let's play of this thing and see if it's anything like playing uh, on the Vita Bloodborne.
0: Cool. And then finally, Axiom Verge.
1: Yes. You guys have been playing that. Yeah? Is Which is, I believe, slightly discounted for uh PlayStation Plus members. Yeah, it's 20 normally, and I think it's like 16, 17. Six, 17. Yeah, like yeah. Um it's only on PS4 right now. It's coming to Vita and PC. Yeah, and PC. Yeah. It's gonna be cross buy cross save on Vita when it does come out. So if you buy it now. You will be able to play it on Vita. I yeah. I think they said May. Maybe it's coming on Vita. Yeah. Um, so I reviewed the game. I gave it a 7.9. Uh, in case you didn't know, this is a uh, very 8-bitty Metroidvania made by one guy. One guy. Thomas Hap, which is an incredible feat. Um, the game pays a lot of homage to the original Metroid and to Bionic Commando. Um it has this, you know, this sort of open space world, and you're going around and getting new powers, and, and going back to areas and unlocking new things that you couldn't get to before. Um, and I really liked uh, the combat in the game. There's a lot of cool weapons. Yep. Uh, I liked the act of traversal, but I thought the map and the environments were a little archaic. Yeah. That was sort of my yeah. my major problem with it is that it's very easy to get lost and not lost in a fun way.
2: And it's it's interesting to ding mm. something for being archaic when it's it's so nostalgia-driven to begin with, yeah. right? I mean, we we wouldn't think the graphics for being archaic. No, absolutely not. But I do think that there are, there was there was that era, and we've talked about this a few weeks ago, and we were talking about this game to begin with, but there was that era where we were getting Metroidvania games every year, right? Sometimes a couple oh, times. Oh, absolutely. It was, it's this beautiful era we take for granted, and now it's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although now we have games like Axiom Verge, we have Ori, you know, it's, they're yeah, sort of Guacamele. coming back. Guacamele, of course. Cave Story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, Cave Story, some of my favorites. Um, but I think that uh, in this game, it's... It it does get kind of lost in the mix yeah. of actually trying to find yourself. Um, I, I it it's not that the environments were too similar. It's just that I don't feel they were incredibly well designed. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that the way they connected with each other made it very difficult to sort of navigate. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, there were the obvious visual cues are you come up from an elevator and on your right is a red door and on your left is a regular door and you're like well I better go here and save before I go red to the red door right is a boss door and die. Mm-hmm. Uh, So stuff like that helps, but I felt like it was, it's, it was like a, like a really, really incredible Super Metroid cover album, yeah. you know, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you want to listen to like, you know, the Jamaican version of Karma Police and sometimes you just want to hear the original, you know, (laughs) like it's, it's. I'm glad it exists. It's really um, cool. It's a very awesome <laughs> – what? Have you ever heard that? know I, yeah. I love awkward yeah, There's a reggae uh, version of Camera Police that I was like, man, nice work. Fair enough. Um, and I, I always, I feel like it's – I'm so happy it exists. Yeah, but totally. I don't know if it surpasses the source material
1: yeah. or that it really needs to. No, absolutely. And it's funny because we are actually in the minority when it comes to that. Like the game has been getting incredible reviews. Yeah. The game has been getting like tens and, and, and perfects. Uh, so maybe we're just insane. But no, uh, to me – I do love it. I do I, want yeah, I do I want to say that. 7.9 means it's uh, the highest good it can be without being yeah. great. Yeah, definitely uh, sounds like it's worth checking out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it's just one of those things where numerous points in the game, I would get a new power and be like, all right, um, I don't know where to go now. So I'm going to literally retrace the entire map. Yeah. And I'm pretty thorough when it comes to yeah. games. I'm thorough when it comes to games and loving. Those ah, are the two both things. Those things.
3: It's a good list. I like yeah. how you rank this. thorough <laughs> lover. How would you um, rank your lover? Thorough. Thorough.
1: Thorough. Um, but then I would have to make a complete circle of the map, and then finally, like, you get to the three-quarter mark, you're like, oh, okay, this is where I needed to use that. Okay, that's good. And then an hour later, I'd get another power and be like, okay, back to make yeah. another big circle of the map. And a lot of it's just going through the exact same areas I've been to until I get to that point where I'm like, okay, this is where I can use it. You thing. know, dating is a lot like metroidvanias
2: in that you can't access certain areas until you have certain things, mm-hmm. like a job or a
1: cool car. And also uh, the two best ones have already come out, so it's just downhill from here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
2: But yeah, Axiom Verge is out now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's super cool. Check it out. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I actually really love the the music in it. Yeah. It's like, kind of understated. I don't think a lot of people are talking about how awesome that is. Mm-hmm. Um, the art direction is a little less Super Metroid, and uh, it kind of feels like a Turbo Graphics game to me. And I, don't very, that, that's yeah. and uh, I don't mean that. It's very Contra. Yeah. I don't mean that in no, a bad I, way. I, I, I just, like the
3: Turbo Graphics comparison. That's really good, because you had this kind of flat 8-bit style, yeah. over, but with a 16-bit color palette on, on the TC-16, yep. and it was it was really well done. Axiom Verge does look like
2: that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know... Super Metroid had sort of, like, winks to survival horror. Like, you'd yeah. see a dead spaceman with a thing crawling out of his head every now and then. Mm. Or, like, there were these big bugs. But it was a little more cartoony, whereas Axiom Verge definitely does feel kind of splatterhouse-y. At oh, times. yeah. There's like, these,
1: like, there's, like, blood clots everywhere in the environment yeah. that explode.
2: Yeah, it's gross. And there's, yeah. like, there's there's this enemy. Um, I don't know what it's, he is. He's sort like of, like... the a, zombie thing? Yeah. I think like it's scary. Where he, he it makes this, like, 16-bit whale. It's like... <laughs> and it just comes running at you, and you're like... ah. <laughs> you can shoot it like crazy on some. It, it's dead. It is a little bit abadock in places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So it's actually a little scary. But there's a lot of Metroid cues there, like to open certain doors, to get in certain areas. There's the elevators that go up and down. There's the there's basically the the chozo ball things that have the the powers the of them. And yeah, stuff. there's mm-hmm.
1: like instead of a morph ball, you get like a little spider drone yeah. that goes into those small. Places. There are a lot
2: of weapons in this game. They actually throw a lot of them at you very early on, mm-hmm. and you have this weapon wheel that you're that you're cycling through. And that's where I found it sort of cumbersome at times. Would you would you would cross a like A fragment of something you'd never seen before Mm. and you'd shoot it with like you'd hit it with your regular weapon then your other four uh, sub weapons and then your drill and then you get this thing that uh, basically there's broken pixels all over the game that you have to restore that turn into platforms. They're basically like kill screens and you get this ray gun that's like a big you know Luigi's Mansion like vacuum, vacuum yeah. cleaner, okay. and you hose down these platforms, and they bring them back to life. Um, so you would find something in the game, and you'd be like, "Should I hose it down, or drill it, or shoot it with all five of my things?"
1: Oh, none of those. Oh, maybe all I right. can't do anything with this for another. I'll hour. see
2: you soon, I guess. <laughs> and then you'd go disappear, and you'd yeah. come back. So, um, but yeah, great. You know, other, other, like we have we have some some complaints here and there, some quirks, but I'm so happy this thing exists. Totally.
1: And again, made by one person yeah. is insanity. Yeah. What's, uh, what's yeah. your
2: favorite Metrovania? Uh, I. I mean, aside from the Metroids, I'd probably say I, I really do love Zero Mission, and I love Area uh, of Sorrow for Cassav- uh, Castlevania. And I do Cave Story. I I like, but I I'm not I'm not as crazy about it because mm-hmm. I think it has that sort of like that weird. Weapon up, weapon down system that happens Mm -hmm. when you're basically upgrading and downgrading on the fly. Basically, I love that. You Uh, do? Oh, I love that. Because I feel like if I'm, you're, you're, it's like it's like kicking a man when he's down. Uh Like it's basically like, hey, your wife left you, and you don't have your car payments anymore, and now you lost your job, and you have cancer, and you have cancer. Everything, everything bad happens in a row. Yeah. Whereas other games are just sort of like you're getting better and better and better and stronger and stronger. Uh And there's less like grinding and cave story that there are in like the Castlevania games. I really appreciate. I mean, it's mindless, but I I love running back and forth in an area, Mm -hmm. killing a wide over a thousand times until he drops that like right the right yeah. card Cave Story like makes that. you do that less yeah. in, in other words also Cave Story kind
3: of made me I, yeah. I, I got a little teary in the middle yeah.
2: Symphony the Night obviously because it, it does that mm-hmm that yeah. thing that magical thing yeah. that won't spoil imp- so yeah. many incredible
1: magical things yeah. in that yeah. game one of the best secret ones was uh, Dust and Elysian Tale that's yeah. another mm-hmm. thing that like one yeah. guy Dean Dodrell I, I think his couldn't name did not
0: get past the art style <laughs> yeah. yeah again so one guy like really incredible but I just am totally turned off by anthro stuff so yeah. it yeah. Just, like, looked very deviant art to me and I just yeah. so
1: well, you didn't want yeah. the one one, the one the animal to have sex with the other animal is that part of what? being a thorough lover? <laughs> yeah. It always is. Uh, I
0: like Guacamelee. Guacamelee
1: oh, yeah. yeah, of Melee is one of my really
0: favorite. I, I gave that game a perfect score. I love that game so much when it came out. And I just, yeah. i um, with dying to see what Drinkbox
1: does. Have we talked about Severed on the show? Yeah. We talked yeah. about it. Did we? After PAX. We so I did? That's
2: Go back and listen to that. I, yeah. I'm so excited for that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is barely a Metroidvania in like it, in, in that there are things you can't get to until you can. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, otherwise, I'm I'm really excited to see what they're doing next. I was I was happy to see there's a
3: there's a DS game that didn't get a lot of attention. It's it's almost a Metroidvania. It's called Monster Tail. Yeah, and it came out right at the end of the DS's life st- uh, cycle. But I just found out they're going to re-release it for 3DS with up, upgrades. And oh, uh, yep. so check it out. Uh, it's a Monster Tail remake, and Monster Tail was wonderful. So uh, it, do play it. It's it's a great game.
0: You know what was incredible that got very little love, and unfortunately was just slightly just just in the unfair hard area was. Um, Aliens. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, uh, uh, no. Infestation. Infestation. I'm yes. playing that, yes. I'm playing yes. that right yes. now.
0: It came out in the shadow of Colonial Marines, and it was. Actually, really good. On, like, so that was a game know, where the you marines. had like a finite number of marines, right? Yeah. And, like If you lost them, you're you, had done. To, you had to rescue them. They were yeah. like extra lives, but they would pop up from. Yeah, yeah you've got a yeah. pool
3: of marines, and it is hard to keep those suckers alive. Now I'm playing through it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, really, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, on this and podcast. That, yeah. He yeah. Has yeah. Uh, no, attention. no, but, but right now I, play, I found it for four bucks at a GameStop.
0: That's a buried DS treasure. It, it is a wonderful game. Also, like the thing that's really bad about that is it just it was. It's one of those things where you had to aim. Like up and down, Mm -hmm. you know, to get the things on the ground or the things in the ceiling or whatever, but to the point where it was just like sometimes you just want to shoot something in the face and have that not be the part that's slowing you down. Mm -hmm. Just just tedium versus challenge, you know? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah. Excuse me just one moment while we take a brief word from our sponsor. Whether you guys are trying to create a blog, website, or an online store, Squarespace is the easiest solution. With an easy-to-use interface, gorgeous templates, and a handy 24-7 customer service from actual human beings, Squarespace is the smartest and simplest way to stake your claim to your own little corner of the internet. Are you trying to break into the games industry? Because Squarespace can be used to make a great-looking portfolio, whether you're an aspiring developer or member of the media. Head over to Squarespace.com for a free trial today, and use the offer code IGN at checkout to get 10% off your order. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. It's time for the Essential 50, and today I brought one of my good friends whose name is Parappa the Rapper. He's oh. Hello. Yeah. I, I heard about that, here, quirky. I it to dogs. That hip-hop sensation. Not that Ram Jamma Lammy? Um Jamma Lammy can sit down and just pay some respects <laughs> for a moment because Parappa the Rapper was the one who started it all. Yep. Uh, Parappa the Rapper is a rapping dog who wears a hat with a frog on it, and Parappa is trying to impress sunny funny something mm-hmm. some kind of that love funny. interest something whatever uh but in order to do that he must rap he must do raps and he yep. must do raps in a ways that will get him to accomplish things such as learning how to cook a cake or drive a car or mm-hmm. get a job or fight a flea market or whatever the hell he does not in get game. into wait, a toilet wait in line for yeah, his, yeah. his guts something. evacuate that's a themselves that's game you have to wrap your way into a bathroom cuz you got to you got to drop a d yeah uh the thing that's really worth noting about Parappa the Rappa is that it's it's one of the first kind of modern rhythm games. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Especially, especially stateside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was also one of the first kind of really, what the hell is that, PlayStation games. It came yeah. out in 1996. I remember, this is, to go down the, the nostalgia hole, I remember seeing it advertised on TV, immediately loving the art style and the concept, but completely misunderstanding the premise of the game, because how do you sell a rhythm game when no one's ever heard of that before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a game where you made music videos. And I was like, I love music videos. I'm in sixth grade. I want to I wanna play this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's definitely not. It's a game where you press buttons to rap. And I was really bad at that, because I had just picked up a you know, PlayStation controller for the first time a, a, yeah. you know, a year or two prior. Well, lucky, luckily for you, the,
2: the, it wasn't a game where you made music videos, because all of those games were awful. And,
0: <laughs> and they made that, a lot of those games that, on the, that, that on the Mark, Sega that CD. Mark, that
2: Marky Mark one is, is gold. Yep. I don't know what you're talking about. CNC that's, Music Factory. That's brilliant. Remix. Yeah.
0: I, have, uh, I have the Spice yeah. Girls game, which uh, yeah, weirdly enough Girl. has a nude cheat. Really? You type in a button combo in the very beginning. That also has rhythm game elements to tie this to Prap of the Wrap. Up I know what I'm, I'm doing tonight. The thing that's bad is they all look like bad low-poly brat dolls. Oh, oh, God. God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But so they, and they recreated this photo of them all sitting backwards in chairs, and you can't see anything. But What do you mean backwards
2: in chairs? Like A.C. Slater style? Yes. Or are you talking about like you can see the butts?
0: Like, no, like they're all like sitting over the edge of chairs. I'm like, just trying to figure out. I'm just out. imagining okay. Jeff Goldwyn in he Jurassic Park. He can't see anything. and like, managed to get okay. past the ESRB or whatever the hell was in place at that point. Uh, oddly enough, uh, someone who worked on that is my pal Dean Evans, who was one of the <laughs> no, guys behind Blood Dragon. Blood <laughs> <Red>. <laughs> he worked on that a, a long time ago. But anyway, sorry. Back to of the rap. <laughs> enough about Spice Girls' naked Blood Dragon. Whatever. Um. Don't yeah. say Those words. Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. It was. It was just. It's a little bit mind blowing. I kind of was. I, I, we. I've kind of come to accept rhythm games at this point. I actually mm-hmm. hate rhythm games. I really don't even enjoy rhythm games. But I think of the Rap is worth you know noticing because yeah. uh, really kind of relevant to the fact that early early PlayStation stuff was crazy and weird yeah. and experimental, and I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that uh, it kind of grew out of. Um, I mean. PlayStation exists because uh, Ken Kutaragi was trying to get this 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 box made, which started mm-hmm. out as a, as a combination Super Nintendo with a CD drive. Right. Uh, and the thing we really have a hard time kind of processing is up until that point, there really wasn't a whole lot in the way of optical media being used to package games. The yeah. CD-ROM was still a pretty new concept at the time. Yep. And Sony, on the other hand, was actually, was they were um, one of the companies that helped kind of... Back the CD as a, as the a thing for music, right? Um, and it was because Ken Kutaragi got kind of teamed up with the with the Sony Music team type people, yeah. uh, and they knew how to approach creatives. Like, because if you're making if you're making hardware, you don't really have to deal with creative types too much. I mm-hmm. mean, you could, at that point, you didn't. There'd be people making games and software, but uh, to be like to go after like a studio is inherently a, a, a creative place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they had this. I mean, I can just very easily kind of grasp the idea of, of Parappa the Rappa being something that's. Uh, much more appealing to that type of person, you know. In the same way that we're seeing Sony now going after mm-hmm. weird indies and stuff because they're clearly backing the hell out of the yeah. strange indie scene and all the all the PSN stuff that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I just I love Parappa because we're now it's like a, a rhythm game is a totally commonplace thing. That's mm-hmm. that's a common format for iPhone games. Every, people playing these left totally. and right. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, it was this weird game about a rapping dog.
2: It was all. Yes. It was. It was really funny too. It was one of those games that was just like. Like slapstick goofy, dopey, but really just lovably funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, oh, I remember like going to friends' houses, like I would go to like a, a party in high school and there'd be like twelve people sitting around drinking beers that they stole from their dads, just pointing at the screen, laughing and that's clapping, a watching it. Awesome huh? party game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember like it's the like first time band. I Yeah, the first time I saw yeah. it, I was like, What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And it made me walk up to the TV and look at it closely to be like, Are we watching like, are we watching some Japanese television channel that you up? Yeah, it's called or? You
0: Wrap an Awful.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it looked more. You know, video games we'd always dreamed they were going to look like cartoons. Yeah, well, this yeah. one finally did. It did. That, yeah. was that was a new thing. That wasn't possible before that. And you're right. You made the point about the optical media. It was cheap. That let them make. Ex- that let them put music on it. It let them make it. Or it, the. Uh, I forgot to talk. The optical media was cheap, plus it let them put mm-hmm. music on it. It allowed them to experiment because of the low budget. The PlayStation was easier to develop for than most yep. video game systems had been because you didn't have to write an assembly anymore. So, you know, you could do all kinds of fooling around. And they were able to make exactly what they wanted in a relatively short period of time for a relatively low cost. You got a cartoon, you got great music, you got good gameplay. It was funny, it was bright, it was pretty. had a wonderfully consistent art style. Everybody was
2: flat. I <laughs> love the, uh, the the camera angles in the game were awesome. It was it was filmed like a middle school talent show yeah. where they were like like... like three different dads at different parts of the stage. And it was so goofy, but I loved it for that and worked well. The charming, and the music is, is still a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: still you gotta, super you catchy. believe.
1: Yeah, God. thumbs up to Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, and his I would friends. love to see that game come back as like a PSN game. I
0: want to see like an Eight Mile, but with Parappa.
1: <laughs> yeah, Spaghetti. that's great. Spaghetti.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's just like a dog throwing up because he's nervous. <laughs> is that why dogs always gets home up? and his mom sleeping with a giant onion man? No. <laughs> Yo, mom, what's wrong? <laughs> also played by Kim Basinger. Still. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> a
3: great. That's a great addition to yep. the
2: Essential Fifty there, though. It's, it, it embodies
3: again what. Made the PlayStation platform totally. unique and wonderful. Totally. Love that game. Cool. I
2: Sorry. like the idea of Kim Basinger rolling out of bed in 2015 being like,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> I'll do the game. <laughs>
0: chop, <laughs> chop, master onion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool, so that's uh, that's our show, I think. That's right. Anything you guys do. want to lead out with? or Now, how, uh, do,
2: how can people write to us?
0: Yeah.
1: You oh, yeah. Can write they can, us can is... uh, write, uh, email us uh, beyond at IGN.com. Uh, that's right. g- Join the podcast Beyond Facebook group, which the is awesome.
0: This full of meat cutters and radioactive submarine therapists. Totally. And, yep. Yeah, and
1: just generally Plum awesome people. people I and milkmen, plumbers, uh, We're so going so to start a pastors. thing uh, next week because uh, the, the – April's PlayStation Plus games haven't been revealed yet, but we were talking about wanting to do a thing where we sort of do like a book club with one of the nice. free oh, games. Oh, that's great. It's like a lot of fun. Yeah. And so once that gets revealed, uh, we'll post on the uh, PlayStation Plus, or we'll post on the Facebook group. Yep. We'll say like, hey, this is the game we're going to be playing. We'll be playing whatever the game is. I like it. And then we'll talk. sort of talk about it every week. We'll bring in your emails, what you guys think, mm-hmm. uh, short segments. I hope so. they're good games that we enjoy to play. If they're bad games, we, uh,
0: Misery, Love, Suffering. They will be the good
3: games that we enjoy to play with the games as yeah. Speaking consoles.
0: Speaking of, of games that may not be good to play, but oh. are worth playing historically anyway. What?
3: Yeah, uh, we're, uh, we're going to be playing Star Wars games once a week, all the way up until Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, uh, releases in theaters. Uh, we did our first one, which is the seminal PlayStation 1 classic, Star Wars Masters of Teris Kassi, yeah. Uh, which is the Star Wars Toshinden clone for the PlayStation Going 1. Going back
0: to when they were like, what if we made a fighting game in 3D? What could go wrong? You know, yeah. So what are
3: yeah, the odds yeah. of that one getting on the Essential 50 list? Uh, well, you know <laughs> you know what I learned when I put that Bring video out. up? There are two or three people on the planet Earth that are heavily invested in proving that Star Wars Masters of Teras Kasi is a fighting game classic. And they are on our message boards. Of
1: course uh, I learned that. Oh. But, um, they're, the, using, no. they're using the, the 30 minutes of Wi-Fi they get from prison each week. <laughs> No, it's, some, of nice. that was, some of them were very nice. Some of them were very nice people. A, I don't want to make fun. That
0: game looked really cool. That was it one did. of those games that looked. Really cool in the magazines that you'd read you read. Well, you can't also know how
2: bad it is until you play.
3: I
0: mean, it goes right. back
2: to what we were talking about before—the era of fighting games, right? And this was—it was a thing that everyone loved, fighting games, and another thing everyone loved, Star Wars. Yep. So last week was Star Wars Masters of Tereskasi. This
3: week is going to be Star Wars Yoda Stories. Another uh, Am I playing Star Wars games? Uh, no, Marty no, I I already already did that it. one. It on, no, on on you, you and I are doing—you um, and, and I are doing Rogue Squadron. Uh, okay. Good. So we're also going to oh, play. Wow. Here's the Brian thing. Let's play good Right. One. We're also going to play good Star Wars games. It's not bad. It's a, there's so many Star Wars games, and they run the gamut from awful to. We're playing Dark Forces. Are we um, playing Dark Forces? Which was available Dark on Forces.
0: PlayStation. I um, have a Yoda story so, for you. He, oh,
2: he once tried to make out with a frog. Was he thorough? It's <laughs>
0: not true. Yeah, yeah. He got, he, he got very. He was on he Dagobah sad. for so long
2: that he he yeah. married a frog. <laughs> 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 but
3: then <laughs> the frog hopped away. And he. Felt anyway, guys, his, watch his watch these Star Wars Let's Plays. Also, be... we're building up uh, our IGN Star Wars Wiki, uh, <laughs> and we need people to write. So if you want to write for IGN's Star Wars Wiki, send me a message. You know how to find me. Yeah, uh, and let me know. We're looking for people to fill out IGN's Wiki Red Squadron, and also like
0: a super bombad time.
3: It. Uh, you know what? It's actually a super bomb. Good time.
1: He uh, meant bad, as in like. Uh, I know what bad. he meant.
3: I just that super bomb bad racing. <laughs> Misa yeah. gonna stop listening that to the show now. So wizard. <laughs> it is so wizard indeed. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden. All right, there we are. Oh, so.
0: Okay, so um, yeah, that's it. You can follow us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Marty is McBiggity. Yep. Brian is Agent Bizzle, and that's right. Jared is Petty Comma Jared.
2: Yo. Yep. cool. Go to ign.com/originals. Watch some of the new short films that Max sure. and I have been making. Ken, yeah, can call that.
1: something like Ken, that. Ken Burns, the Brian Altano. That's right. Movies. Watch Mini some movies. of the the cinema, some yep. of the short cinematic treats. Sure, yeah. that's some right. of the, yeah. the French New Waves. Um, what are, what you won't do even need
2: a
3: projector. What uh, what 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 uh, beautiful and heady things do we have to watch right now on the original show? Um, what have we done? done? We
2: threw pie at each
0: other. Yeah. Uh, Bootlegged a Mario Amiibo. I
2: ate a bacon pizza. Yeah. Um, Max and I. Uh, I pooped. What? <laughs>
0: sure. My eyes blew Good. up. Yeah, sure. Fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Real, real, uh, real movie, all right, movie that's stuff. It. That's, all right. That's enough. Thanks all right. a lot, lovers. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Beyond. Beyond. Beyond.
2: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it.